everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. We have a very special hall star with us today to talk with us about the new movie, The Christmas House. And uh, I'm filmmaker Rachel Wagner and Anna's here. Hey, everybody. Yes. And today we have Robert Buckley here. This is so exciting. First time on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what we've been doing the last few months is asking our guests, uh, what was the whole quarantine experience like for you and did you do any puzzles or or uh, quarantine baking or anything like that no I definitely I definitely didn't do any baking my wife <laughs> is the baker in the family okay. and, and, and the cook I I'm not uh, skilled in the kitchen so she she tore it up she yeah. baked all the breads made all the foods it, it, so that I, I was very spoiled in that way yeah and uh, but no no puzzles there was a bit more video gaming than usual oh, okay and then actually, I had the Christmas house to keep me busy because uh, we were just really kind of in the throes of developing it and um, and writing it over quarantine. So it's kind of nice to have something to to keep me busy because I, I sort of thrive on to-do lists and productivity. Mm -hmm. So to suddenly have nothing to do uh, doesn't <laughs> feel like a vacation or a holiday to me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, I'm constantly looking for tasks. So it was nice to have a little something to do and distract myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, were you worried at a certain point that it, we weren't going to get any Christmas movies or were you pretty confident? I was, there was a healthy amount of concern. Yeah. But, but yeah. I, I was, I was caution, excuse me, cautiously optimistic. Mm -hmm. I, I would say like, I was really, really hoping it would happen and sort of trying to will it. But I was also aware of just how bad the, uh, you know, the cases were spreading and was looking at just going like, this doesn't look good. And we initially wanted to um, shoot it in the US. So you can imagine that that didn't help anything because we weren't, you know, obviously we, we weren't exactly crushing it in terms of Correct. containing the virus. So yeah, thankfully Canada was an option. Yeah. Yeah. We had, and all those Hallmarkies that were praying for Christmas movies, the prayers were answered. <laughs> yes. We are grateful. Uh, well, great. So the first time I ever saw you was in a uh, lipstick jungle mm -hmm. was the first time I as Kirby. And that was a, that wasn't your first role, but uh, that I, I think it's a, it was an underrated show. I really loved the show and it was a pretty spicy show. Was that a fun show to make? <laughs> you don't think lipstick jungle would work on the Hallmark? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would good. agree with you in that respect. Um, what was the question? Did I did I like the show? Is that yeah, what, what was that like being on that show? It was incredible because yeah. you know that was my first um, like proper big show, like an mm -hmm. like a big one of the big four networks, you know. And it's this all star cast. I mean, it's like Brooke Shields, Kim Raver, Lindsay Price, you know, and, mm -hmm. and all the guys. And you know, I was a recast, so I came in after they shot the pilot oh. and so I, I when we were doing reshoots i was the only variable everyone else had their jobs locked in and then um i i was i was hired and what had happened was um the writer's strike if you remember happened oh so yeah we were, we were kind of just in this bubble we were left alone uh shooting for a while but it, it was there was a lot of firsts on that one for me you know it was like i said like my first big set first time you know i remember being in a movie theater and seeing a commercial for it <laughs> and the end of the commercial is me already almost naked dropping my pants <laughs> at Kim Raver and saying, want to take a picture? 
yeah that, that was one of my most surreal uh career moments <laughs> like what is happening here 100 <laughs> percent, because that's yeah. not who i am i'm a, I'm, I'm much more I'm, uh silly and goofy so to see myself you know naked in a movie theater full of people being seductive I'm like what is my life what's happening right now <laughs> that's great yeah. <laughs> but you were a confident character and uh and i don't know it was just it was really i love kim raver in that i thought she was really good mm-hmm. and uh you know sort of her marriage and what was happening with her character and you know brooke shields was the probably the biggest star in the show but uh, i just really liked all of them i i think it was really good so yeah everyone did a a really fantastic job with it and i got fortunate because i was only supposed to be there for a couple episodes mm-hmm. but you know i think the um the audience responded to that kirby nico storyline and in, in the book, you know, he's he's a male model who's dumb as a bag of hair. So okay. thankfully, they switched it up for the TV show because that would have been very boring. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> being able to um, to be there for the full run, which was great. Yeah, that's great. How did you get uh, into acting uh, to begin with? I went the traditional route of getting a degree in economics uh, from (laughs) university and going into the uh, econometrics field for a year and a half and then transitioned into acting. No, I I had the most roundabout way of getting here where um, I I did. I went went to university. I was studying economics. And my last last semester, I took intro to acting. With, with a couple of my roommates who were also econ majors because we had really heavy class loads. And we're like, this will be easy and fun. No written work, let's do it. And I loved it. And I remember the teacher saying, you should, you should consider giving this a shot. Like there might, be, there might be something there, you know? And it was, wasn't a huge endorsement, but it was enough that it planted a seed because I also really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. I think I kind of, I mentally filed that away. And I remember thinking, if I don't get any of these jobs that I'm applying for in the consulting field, I'll go to LA for a year and I'll just try it. That way I can say, you know, I did it and I have no regrets. Mm -hmm. And I ended up uh, getting hired at the last firm I I interviewed at immediately felt like a fish out of water. (laughs) I I remember sitting at my desk because I did really well in school and I worked hard uh, all my life. And I remember sitting at my desk with this awful sinking feeling going like, I got the brass ring. I, I did the thing that we're all supposed to do. Yeah. And I feel so duped. I was so underwhelmed. So I think pretty early on, I was, I was ready for something. And then I, for something else. And I met a woman at my cousin's wedding who was like, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm, I'm a consultant. And she just looked at me and went, you're wasting your time. You should be <laughs> acting or modeling. She didn't know me from Adam and I didn't know her from Eve. Yeah, I was so ready for life change. I looked at this total stranger and was like, you're right. What should we do about that? Confirmation, yeah. Yeah, and she said, I have a friend who works at an agency. If you have some photos taken, I'll pass them on to her. That's all I can. But so what I did was the woman who I replaced at the consulting firm had left to become a photographer. I had her come to the office parking lot one day after work take pictures of me in the parking lot (laughs) and then had them printed and sent on to this agent who was like yeah we'll we'll, you know yeah we'll we'll pick you up for for some commercials and some modeling stuff and then that was a wrap well see your life is basically a hallmark movie this is very exciting (laughs) you were into business 
yeah realized you had your your <laughs> you had your change of heart and you mm-hmm. left business right. and you, you that's very Pursued exciting your passion. yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was the big town broker who went home to help yes. family on the christmas tree farm <laughs> and realized right. this is where i want to be yeah that's, very good. <laughs> that's great um, well, Robert, I'm a really big One Tree Hill fan, so I have to ask you about that, of course. Okay. Um, so what was it like to work on that show and just, you know, being a show that people love so much, you know, what kind of is that like? Working on it, you know, initially it was nerve wracking because the way I saw it, it was already a very successful show. Yeah. You know, they had already done six seasons. The show's a huge hit. And I thought, okay, two of their favorites are leaving and two people are coming. So if this show starts to suck at this point, (laughs) I am at least 50% responsible for it. Oh, no. So you better believe I paid close attention to those numbers for that first year. Because I thought if I'm the guy who sinks this ship, oof, that's not good. (laughs) But uh, but once I got over that, uh, that fear, it was a lot of fun. You know, it's, we were kind of in our own little world there. You know, Wilmington's a small town. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so everyone sort of knows the cast and it, it, was, mm-hmm. it was, it was a really unique experience, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun just getting to do crazy stuff and, and working with that cast. That cast was great. So it was, and, and then now, yeah, it's so, I've never worked on a show with a fan base like One Tree Hill. Yeah, it's a, a lot of very passionate fans. Um, oh, yeah. And you're, you're lucky because Chantel and you came in at the same time. So, you know, at least you had her because, I mean, the other cast was established. They knew each other so well. And so were they kind of like the cool kids and y'all were kind of like, we're trying to be friends with you guys or they were just cool or? No, they were cool. I definitely came in with the let's all be friends vibes, but I was met with the cool let's be pals vibes oh, as opposed to being like, Nah, freshman, you go hang out <laughs> yeah. at that table. Okay. Yeah, no, there was there was none of that. Fortunately, everyone sort of looked at it like we're all in this together. You know, let's awesome. be pals. Oh, that's how I picture all of them. So that makes me happy to know that they are really like that. So yeah, I mean, you can tell. Like we we do we still do conventions. You know, yeah. For it, and it's 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 cool for the fans, but it's also really cool for us because it's always like a nice reunion. You know, to see each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're always, uh, the One Tree Hill fans are always very excited when someone new joins the Hallmark family. So we were very excited earlier this year when we got to welcome you because mm-hmm. many others are. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, your first uh, dive into the world of Christmas movies was over on Lifetime with the Christmas contract. Mm-hmm. And that must have been pretty fun. I mean, that was a sort of a warm weather Christmas movie, which is very no- unusual. Idea, <laughs> Rachel. It was such warm weather. We we shot a Christmas movie in Louisiana in July. Oh, yeah. you know. So and and it was it was like a week where we were shooting at this outdoor place that was like next to like a mini pond. It, it felt swamp like, but mm-hmm. it was so hot. And of course, it's a Christmas movie, so you have to be dressed like it's cold. That there was one scene in particular where I was wearing like a blue shirt. And after every single take, they had to come up with with a different blue shirt, like a button up shirt to put it on me because I would just start sweating through the shirt. Oh my god! A single thing, and uh, so yeah, the heat, the heat was an obstacle. Yeah, yeah, but it was fun. I mean, the whole idea of you guys having that fake relationship, you and Hillary Burton, 
that was pretty i mean that's classic rom-com mm-hmm. christmas movie going on that it must have been kind of fun to do it was so much fun i i adore hillary and uh i got back actually i was i was about to leave for i think paris for a one tree hill convention and i got a text from her saying like hey buddy what are you doing in three weeks i was like nothing at the moment she was like do you want to come be my love interest in a christmas movie <laughs> absolutely <laughs> getting paid to hang out with a friend that sounds terrific Sign me up. the producer on that daniel lewis who is, is a friend of both of ours was just is great so the whole thing was just like getting to hang out with pals it was adult summer camp yeah well and it was fun because it had things that you don't typically see in christmas movies like gumbo and mm-hmm. and uh you know other louisiana type things which was fun yeah so i mean different. It, it, it was nice it was a different setting like i said that you see that the way they decorate that outdoor area you know mm-hmm. that, where it looks kind of like a mini it's like a pond and really cool older buildings and yeah that was beautiful and and daniel lewis the the producer on that is um he is a southern boy so he made sure that we tried all the southern things and we got the full experience because i'm i'm a west coast kid mm-hmm. so there was a lot that i had never uh, experienced that was very very cool that's great. So you were in your first Hallmark movie this year with Love in Store. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'll just tell you, that is my favorite non-Christmas Hallmark movie of the year. What? Yeah, that's true. I'm not just saying that because you're in an interview. I was going to say, Rachel is very objective, very serious about her ranking. So this is a really big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought, well, I really liked the two of you together and the whole dynamic of the QVC types, yeah. it, was, it was really fun. And I thought Joao Boken's script was really solid in there of the the banter between the two of you and all the different things that you kind of do together was nice because sometimes when it's a work environment uh, uh, yeah. story, it can be too corporate. And so you never, it can be kind of boring because you never get like it was intimate moments that you need for a relationship. Whereas this one, you did like the escape room and you did like a, a bunch of different things together outside of the office, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think like sarcasm and bickering is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And there was so much of that in that script. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun to play. And Alexandra's great, you know, because it's always, you know, it's a bit of a roll of the dice, you know, it, when you do a two-hander like that, you, you know, unless you know the person, like Christmas Contract, I knew Hillary. So I thought, no matter what happens, we're going to be great because it's her and I for 95% of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Where in this one, uh, Alex and I hadn't met yet. So going there, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, please let them be nice and professional <laughs> and cool. And she was, and we, we kind of hit it off pretty quickly. So you know, it just lends itself to a, a much better experience. And I think a lot of times that carries over onto the screen. You know, if you see yeah. two people who enjoy each other's company, like the mm-hmm. riffing's better, the energy's a bit lighter. Yeah. Well, I admire that you were able to sell all that uh, flirty vacuum talk. <laughs> that that was so good. <laughs> I will tell you what, though, to be completely honest, if I never make another vacuum metaphor in my life, I will be totally okay with it. <laughs> Oh, I thought that yeah. was so funny, but I know what you mean. <laughs> it was, it was definitely funny. We enjoyed it. So it was, you succeeded. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. That's it's yeah. nice. No, I pulled it off. Yes, <laughs> you did. Christmas house. So 
you you developed this story you pitched it to hallmark what was the process like with that uh the process was on love and store actually uh the uh the, the onset producer for that we were just talking one day and i mentioned how you know i was a, a a big fan of christmas and i explained you know yeah growing up my family used to go all out like we would decorate the entire inside of the house we would transform it into like a winter wonderland like to the point that local elementary schools would take field trips to it it was a spectacle and she mm-hmm. she just said like wow that that could be a hallmark movie and I, at the time i just thought like eh, okay cool uh but then kate redinger a hallmark executive who was one of the executives on love and store uh caught wind of this so she called me and was like hey i heard you have a cool quirky family christmas tradition i'd love to hear more about it so we sat down at lunch and um i told her about it her and Lori Furnoa, who were the executives on love and store i, I sat down with them and i told them and they're like well we there might be something here would you want to come up with a story and, and come in and pitch us to which i was like sure but inside I, i've never pitched so i'm like what am i doing uh so i went home and came up with a story of, of how i thought we could you know make a movie around this tradition and uh went back in and pitched it and they're like great we'll, we'll put it in the hopper and we'll we'll let you know when we make decisions and like six months later i get a phone call and they're like hey it's happening so that was that was kind of it and then from that point they had paired me up with uh with aaron rodman our writer and her and i developed the whole story and then aaron went off and wrote it oh, that's, that's really so cool, cool yeah yeah so it's got like a personal connection to you uh, as far as at least the concept of the house so that's cool oh yeah and a lot of there's a lot of touches to it that are either directly lifted from my life or inspired from my life you know the 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 main or the my character mike you know he's an actor and mm-hmm. and uh, and i so i was like i for sure want him to be an actor like me and i would like to put him on a bit of a silly show. Like I've done some silly shows, like very self-serious shows, like pretty people solving serious problems, you know? <laughs> and I, so, so uh, the idea of handsome justice was just so preposterous to me. That's oh, the name wait, of the show? Opening scene, you'll see. The, 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 the TV show that Mike is, is, is the lead actor on is called Handsome Justice, where he plays <laughs> a lawyer named Rick Handsome. And it's... <laughs> A bit, oh my over, gosh. a bit over the top. Uh, so like that was that was a little nod to sort of my career. But then, yeah, the actual tradition of the house is something my family did for my entire childhood. Um, Mike, as a young boy, is, uh, was a magician. That's directly lifted from my life. I was a magician growing up. And then a lot of just the touches on the house itself and the process of putting the house together uh, is exactly how we used to do it. Wow. That sounds uh, really fun. Yeah, not everyone in their house or in their life has um, something that, you know, can be made to, into a Hallmark movie, like something so cool that can be, you know, made into that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's quite surreal, you know, to sit back and be like, that's, we just made a movie about something. <laughs> what? It's about my life. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's all very odd to me still, but, uh, you know, how cool. So in, you have, like, your family that's gathering at the house or something like that? Yeah, so in the movie, uh, my parents are uh, getting ready to sell the house that they raised my brother and I, that they've lived in for a long time. 
And they kind of come up with the idea of if it's, if it's going to be our last Christmas, let's go big and let's bring back, you know, the Christmas house, which they haven't done in 20 years since the boys left high school. So they, uh, they rope us into it. And so myself and my brother, Brandon, who's played by Jonathan Bennett, we fly home and, uh, and we, you know, have like two weeks instead of the usual month to just work hard and bust it out and turn the house into the Christmas house. That's cool. And uh, so your parents is treat Williams and Sharon Lawrence in the mm-hmm. movie. Is that right? Yes. They, have you, have you ever uh, interviewed them? No, no, we love them though. They're great. Those are good people mm-hmm. to love. They're awesome. Yeah. Also both a hoot. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 True story. We had a ton of fun on set. I don't know if you follow Jonathan on social media, but he yeah. posted a video yesterday of him putting uh, the clip uh, ties or whatever. I right? saw that. Yeah. Clothes pins. Yeah. The clip pins on Sharon's yeah. jacket and then roping treat into it and treat doing it. And that was kind of, that was what we did. Like we, we really got along. Everyone clicked. Plus, you know, we had, um, we had to quarantine when we got to Canada. Yeah. So typically you just show up basically on the first day and you're like, hi, nice to meet you and action, you know? Whereas this time we got to Canada and we had all two weeks of quarantine. So we spent two weeks texting and on the phone. So by the time we showed up to set, there was already such a natural chemistry that the riffing and the bantering kind of came very naturally. Did you, what'd you do during that two weeks? Did you like binge watch some shows or? You know, I also uh, produced the film. So I was doing a, a lot more of the producing side of it, uh, was keeping me busy, mm. prepping the script. And then, yeah, you know what? I went, listen, I love, I love a good Food Network show. But ah. I, I went hard <laughs> for the six weeks that I was, I was involved on this project. Like I, all I watched was basically the Food Network and the place I was staying had Food Network on demand. So oh, yeah. I'm gonna tell you what, I saw so many episodes of Beat Bobby Flay <laughs> and all of just everything, you know, I dip into some Top Chef. I know that's Bravo, but still. Yeah. And then what yeah. was funny was Jonathan was, you know, his like Halloween wars mm-hmm. were on. Mm-hmm. So I would spend all day on set with him and then I'd go home for like an hour <laughs> of TV I would do before I went to sleep and I'd be like, get out of my life, John, because every commercial break, it's Jonathan. Like, this guy, I can't shake him. Oh, yeah. that's funny. You're like rage watching Chopped. Like, why are you using the ice cream maker? Stop. Like- I know, I know. You, there's 60 seconds on the clock and you're preparing a roux. You're starting a roux right now. Yeah. Idiot. I love to do that, by the way. Like, yeah. I love... I'll learn a word and then I'll try to use it around my wife, like I'm talking about. And she's like, "Don't make risotto on chopped. It always is bad." And and uh, panna cotta. Those are the two. Like, don't do it. It never works. Don't do it. Don't do it. But people still try. Everyone wants to be the one who's the first to pull off risotto. And it's like, yeah. You just see that look in Ted Allen's eyes where he's like, "You dummy." (laughs) Okay. Good luck with your risotto. Ted knows. He's been there. Yeah. That's right. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so uh, this film has uh, the one of the first uh, gay adoption storylines, the first uh, for Hallmark, mm-hmm. uh, which is very exciting. And so what was that like uh, to, to add that, uh, have that be in your uh, film? That was really important to me. 
mm-hmm. you know, I do have a brother in real life, uh, though he is he's straight and married with a child. But I knew when I went in to pitch this that I, I basically led with that. I kind of mm-hmm. said, here's the general framework of the story. But also, I, I want my brother to be married and I want to see them as a couple. I want to, I basically want to show them the exact same way we show straight couples. Right. Because we haven't really seen a lot of that. And I, I just feel like if I'm going to get the opportunity to tell a story, then I, I don't just want to tell a fun, entertaining story. I would like there to be some meaning or some significance to it. And in this case, I felt like, yeah, let's be, in, let's be as inclusive as we can be. Let's invite as many people to the table as we can, mm-hmm. you know, because growing up, there was at least one of me in every single thing I saw. It was never right. hard for me to find myself in a movie or TV show. And it wasn't until much later in life that I realized that's not the case for everybody. So in this case, it just felt like it was long overdue. So I kind of went in going, hey, this is what I want to do. Not sure how it would be received, but I thought, but if it doesn't, I just want to be upfront because if they're not into that, totally cool. At least we know early. And instead, they were very much on board. You know, I think they also were ready to, you know, sort of change it up and start, you know, showing different things. And uh, so they were on board and were like, yeah, we love it. Go farther. Mm -hmm. What more can you do with it? Mm-hmm. So it was the great partner in that respect. Yeah. That's so great to hear because yeah. I don't know, as far as I can see, it's a win-win situation. You tell more stories. It's not like there's going to be less stories of girl meets guy stories that people could enjoy. So why mm-hmm. not? Why not welcome more people into the family and have more stories? That's, that's how I see it at least. That's the other thing too, is like the more people you include, the, the, the more possibilities you have. Like you yeah. limit yourself, you limit the scope of, of the story you can tell by only having a small portion, you know? So in mm-hmm. this case, it was nice, you know, and it was a fun storyline to explore. It turned out great. Jonathan and Brad did a fantastic job with it. And, you know, like, like I said, I'm, I'm proud of it. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't about trying to be like a crusader or anything, but it was just like, if I'm, I'm an actor. So typically I don't really get I, I'm a part of the story, but I'm not, I'm not a part of deciding what the story is. Right. Yeah. So in this case, I felt like I may not ever get this opportunity again. So what do I want to do with it? And mm-hmm. in that case, it was, uh, let's, let's try to include more people. Yeah. Was this something you'd like to do more of as far as producing and uh, coming up with stories and things like that? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I, I learned that actors require a lot of attention <laughs> we like show dogs we love we love to get on the phone and share ideas and feelings you know um so it was a good sort of exploration to be on the other side of it I was like oh okay good to know this is what it's like but I had a great time and you know it was there's so much to learn but it was with a great group who was happy to sort of teach me on the fly and uh, in terms of the yeah the storytelling and you know being on the other side of it I enjoyed it so I would definitely like to do more of it Great. Well, we're excited for the movie. Uh, It should be a really fun little Thanksgiving uh, treat to enjoy. Uh, So we have some fun holiday questions that we'll end. We like to end our interviews off with. So, all right. First question. What is your favorite holiday drink? Holiday drink. It would be hot cocoa or eggnog or stronger, whatever you like. (laughs) No, it would, it would be hot cocoa. Okay, good. 
Do you prefer whipped cream or marshmallows? <laughs> celebrating, you gotta live your life. It's gotta be whipped cream. Here's the thing. Or you know what? Let's go wild whipped cream and marshmallows. Yeah, oh, there you go. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah, eggnogs do hit or miss. I feel like, listen, hot chocolate's always good. Yeah. You, it's just varying shades right. of good. Whereas yeah. <laughs> you catch a weird eggnog and you're like, what happened here? <laughs> that is very, very true. Good advice. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Favorite holiday cookie or treat? Hmm. That's a good question. (laughs) It's a hard question. The hard hitting questions here. The Homeworkies (laughs) podcast. Um, I mean, my mom makes a great seven layer cookie. Oh, and that, she, oh. that she typically makes those around Christmas time. So that's sort of associated with Christmas for me. And is that like a bar? Layers? It is. It is. It's like, yeah, exactly. Like a, a, a multi-layered uh, okay. cookie. But also, I'll tell you what, I, in, when I, was in, I was in Vancouver for the last five Christmases. And my wife, Jenny, and I, we started going to this Christmas fair. And they had a booth that would make fresh churros. Ooh. So all of a sudden churros associated with christmas yeah like listen churro is a year-round treat yeah if you want to serve it to me christmas and call it a christmas churro i'm in they certainly have mastered that at disneyland uh yes yes they have (laughs) it's a christmas churro we added sprinkles and a little icing (laughs) yeah that's right all right what is your favorite christmas song or carol oh Oh, easy. Yeah. Wham. Last Christmas. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Uh, do you have a classic favorite classic Christmas movie? I have a couple. Okay. So a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Probably the one I've seen the most in the course of my life. <laughs> and there was probably a 15 year period where I could recite every single line of the movie. Yeah. Wow. However, I would say I don't watch it as much now. Now I'm more of a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Elf. Mm-hmm. Those would definitely be up there. Those are good ones. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite holiday tradition? I guess that your Christmas house probably is your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, that was a pretty awesome tradition. Yeah. A lot nice of work, good. but yeah. it was a pretty great tradition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who do you, which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? the Grinch okay (laughs) good all right clear lights or colored colored okay would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman Ooh, am I winning (laughs) the fight are you you winning the fight it's like me versus a couple of 12 year olds for sure snowball fight but if it's like a snowball fight where I might get hit hard and not like it I'm gonna go snowman Good. okay good. very specific All right. you, yeah. you know what you can always turn making a snowman into a snowball fight so true that's true have yeah. both yeah that's true all right would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper i would surprisingly i'm not bad at it i don't uh-huh. like doing it but i <laughs> when i put my mind to it i'm not bad okay well that's good all right last question do you have an ugly christmas sweater yeah what does your ugly <laughs> christmas sweater look like Oh boy, it's just ugly. It's got all the things. It looks like, you know, you threw a bunch of random ornaments at it. Uh-huh. But it, there's just a, a, it's like hand stitched. So it's like that big poofy fabric that comes out. Oh uh, yeah. 
it's got, you know, it's someone who was overly ambitious. They're like, I'll just put a scene with 30 different characters in it on a sweatshirt. <laughs> like this didn't translate well. <laughs> it's a mess. And it it's so fun. much fabric that whenever I've worn it within like eight minutes of being at the party in the sweatshirt, I'm, I'm near heat stroke. So <laughs> oh, no. it's also a hazard. It's a safety hazard. That's awesome. Well, very good. You answered all the questions. You passed the test. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> did a very good job uh, but thank you so much for coming on and talking with us we really appreciate it yes. and hope you have a very very merry christmas and we look forward to the new movie and do you have social media that you'd like to share sure i am on instagram at robert earl buckley twitter at robert buckley and yeah the christmas house will be on sunday november 22nd at 8 p.m only on hallmark channel great that's right well, thank you very much. And hopefully we can have you on when you make Love in Store 2. <laughs> yes. Or we the hope. sequel to The Christmas House. Yes, oh, there we go. Christmas House the universe right now, gang. That's happening. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like it. <laughs> Sounds awesome. good. Well, well thanks thank again. You and this was thank fun. you so much. Yeah, yeah, and Merry you. Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'd like to thank Robert for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to get to talk with him and get to know him. And so let us know in the comment section or on Twitter what you think about all the things we talked about. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And Anne, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at awscott21. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So check that out and make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Podcast and Hallmarkies Pod, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. It really helps us out a lot, especially during this busy time of the holidays. If you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We have our patron group, which we're having live patron watch alongs where you get to watch a movie with some of the talent of Hallmark writers, directors, other talent. It's really fun. We do that once a month, only $2 a month to join and you can participate. Really fun. So check it out. And we also have our merch store, which has tons of holiday inspired merch. So take a look at that. And uh, thanks again to Robert. Really appreciate him coming on and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.